listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story is from Paula Skaggs. Paula talks about when she was in middle school and was told that she could get pregnant from recycled tap water. This week, I sat down with Mallory Bradford. Mallory told me about getting horrific horrific food poisoning from oysters while she was on vacation in San Francisco. Here's Mallory Bradford. Okay, so the story is, I was, this was maybe like seven or eight years ago, and I was on like my first real, like I was on a trip out to San Francisco. I was going out there for work. And I decided to go early and visit some friends. And the friends I was visiting were two guys who I had previously hooked up with in my early 20s. Uh, both of them had seen me fully naked, so that was very exciting. They, li- <laughs> they lived together at the time. I love rounding them all up together. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, put them all in a car out in San Francisco. <laughs> really see how the magic happens. And they were roommates at the time out there, too, which made it even better that I was like, okay, this is this is great. And so they planned this whole fun weekend um, where we were going to go out to this oyster farm in, like, Point Reyes, California. I realized that uh, oysters were grown on a farm. Right? I sort of thought they were in the ocean. <laughs> They were, I don't know why it's called a farm. I, I guess, like, I mean, it was it was on the ocean. It was, like, one of the more beautiful places I've ever been in my life. It's, like, an hour outside of San Francisco, maybe. And I don't know how they catch them. But they call it a farm for all <laughs> intents and purposes. We can call it an oyster lake. And so we go Wait, out It's, there. like, a little lake? It was, like, it was on, like, the highway. Like, on, like, the Pacific Highway 1. Okay, cool it with the sirens. Well, can you believe well, this? Rude. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so you drive from San Francisco all the way down Pacific Highway 1, which is, like, on the coast, and then you're in, like, it's so beautiful out there, you're, like, on the ocean, there's mountains everywhere, and you're in this cove where they have oysters, and they have, like, picnic tables, and they sell beer, and they sell stuff to put on the oysters, and you just have, like, a lovely afternoon picnic. It was, it was picturesque. It was, like, the beginning of, you know, like, the opening scene in Big Little Lies, where, like, they're driving across... Imagine that. Every time I watch that, I'm like, I gotta go to California right now. Right? That's how I feel too. I'm like, I think I need to live there. Like, I gotta go. I have two kids and live in California. <laughs> Drive an Audi and just live that life. <laughs> um, so that's where I was. I was in Big Little Lies having the time of my life. And so I'm driving out there, two, two boys I used to French naked, and uh, <laughs> we get out to the oyster farm. We're having a lovely day. It was like a big group of people out there. And I eat... I eat more oysters than is probably healthy for any adult human, <laughs> but hot tip, guess what? Turns out I have an undiagnosed oyster allergy. <laughs> so we're out there. I'm slamming oysters. I'm like covering them in hot sauce, covering them in horseradish, covering them in whatever you're supposed to do. I'm eating them like it's the end of days. And about an hour into being there, my stomach starts feeling just like a little icky. And, uh, you know, when you're in a place like that and you're like, like off the beaten path a bit, there's like no real bathrooms. Like there's no, it's not like you're using indoor plumbing. Right. So there were these like little shacks of bathrooms and I went out there. People get gross on this, right? 
Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Gets so, real nasty. <laughs> so I went, it's, this isn't even going to be gross, and I'm going to look like a no, fucking we, loser. No, we don't say swears or say anything gross in this podcast. <laughs> You're right, it's a PG-13. Okay, so I go in there, and I, I go into the bathroom, and I'm like, okay, I'm not feeling awesome, and I just have one, like, very big diarrhea, and I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, great. Now I'm better, and the world's better. You know when you, like, when that happens, and then you're like, I feel whole again, and I feel mm-hmm. good, and I just needed that out of my system. That didn't happen at all, but I, <laughs> I was still like, like, oh, this is this is something that is happening. But because I was like very young, maybe twenty, I was twenty or whatever, young, stupid, trying to be hot in front of these guys. I was like, no, no, I'm cool, and I came back out and just kept drinking beer and eating oysters. <laughs> like a fucking moron to go back to the oysters is such a bold move (laughs) i know because i was like i couldn't be allergic to anything i am like (laughs) impervious to anything bad happening to me so then i go back out there i'm drinking obviously i go back into the bathroom moments later for a second uh crazy diarrhea and (laughs) that wasn't even the point when i was like no no I'm, i'm good like i went back for more oysters went back in there another wild diarrhea and uh no what the fuck is that that noise yes hearing the it's like literal vibrations. Is that a car? Yeah, it's like a bit, like a souped up. Imagine driving around doing that to people, like. Yeah. You know those, like the motorcycle ones where you're like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, they're like, like listening to a demo. Yeah. And I'm like, I can, I can, I like roll my windows up when I'm listening to, like, when I'm listening to Senorita by Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello, I roll the windows up tightly so no one can hear. <laughs> so no one can judge you. I went on a bike ride today and I just listened to show tunes the whole time unapologetically on my, like, loudspeaker. Oh, wow. I yeah. wish I was so free. Yeah. It was, I cried a little. It was perfect. It was fantastic. <laughs> Wait, uh, what show tune made you cry? All day, all day. I'm a human. I have feelings, <laughs> of course. Um, okay, so we leave the we leave the oyster farm. Uh, we have an hour long drive back to San Francisco, and we stop for ice cream on the way. And <laughs> wow, that's being, really icing on the cake. I mean, re- really, like I don't know. In retrospect, I'm like, just stop treating your body like poison um so i have a little ice cream and then we were driving and uh i'm in the back seat and i was like i think we need to pull over and we're in marin county california which is if you like look it up on wikipedia it's like one of the highest net worth most beautiful like one percent of the one (laughs) percent parts of the country like silicon valley money gorgeous we pull over and I walk up to a tree and I start throwing up onto the tree. But at the same time, one of the guys in the car with us had to pee. So he is standing next to the tree peeing. And I'm, like, throwing up into the stream. And, like, a beautiful Audi just, like, drove by. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is no one's hooking up tonight. Fantastic. <laughs> then we get back into the car. And we start driving again back to San Francisco. And I proceed to make us up. None of this is an exaggeration at all whatsoever. I, I wish it were. Like, I wish I was trying to be funny. Every two to four minutes for the entire hour-long drive so that I could throw up off the side of the... Like, thank God the diarrhea part was over. But I was, like, pu- like puking so hard. And it's... You're on, like, like cliffs. Like, cutting edge into the ocean. There were certain points where, like, the guys I was with, when I pulled over, they would stand out hook their fingers around, like, the belt buckle of my pants on the back to, like, make sure I didn't throw up and, like, fall off of the edge of the cliff. Like, it was, and it was very thoughtful and nice of them to, like, 
make sure I didn't die a cliff <laughs> death. <laughs> Honestly, it was like a f- an hour back. I threw up like in the 20s of times. <laughs> was stuff coming out? Stuff? By the end, it was just like bile. Oh, like I'm no. sure I like have lost a tooth because of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it was awful. And then we finally made, I mean, I was like throwing up. Uh, we finally get back to San Francisco and we're driving across the Golden Gate Bridge, the beautiful, majestic Golden Gate Bridge. And I had like been in the front seat. I had finally stopped throwing up. And um, there were like two guys in the back seat. I was like eyes closed, head against the window, <laughs> like really just trying to make it back. And one of the guys goes, So are we getting oysters for dinner? Like, as a really cruel joke. And I just, (laughs) eyes closed, (laughs) rolled down the window, stuck my head out, and proceeded to throw up the entire length of the Golden Gate Bridge. (laughs) (laughs) It was, like, stuck to the side of the car. There were, like, cars zooming around us. I was like, if I get decapitated right now, I, I couldn't care less. Like, let this be the dramatic ending to a dramatic day. Uh, and then we went back to their house. I had a Gatorade, took a shower, and we went out that night. Because I was, I was young and fun and still good. And that's <laughs> the were, worst thing that's ever happened to me. And you could drink and everything? Yeah, I mean, I had, like, I think, like, once it was out of my system, I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I had, like, a Gatorade, <laughs> some bread, and, like, a little cocaine, and I was good to go. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm young, let's go, let's go have a great time. Uh, no one, no one... No one hooked up with me that night. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> they really saw how the sausage was made. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't have hooked up with me that night. No one should have. I can't believe anyone's done it since. Uh, and that's the worst part of my life. And I, ha- I have not had an oyster since. <laughs> that's the worst moment of your entire life. I mean, in the moment. For sure <laughs> It was, um, it was bad. And since then, I, I still, like, maintain that I, I for sure have an oyster sensitivity, but, like, I, I maintain I also, like, probably have a little bit of a shellfish sensitivity, but I choose to just, like, live on the edge. Like, did you ever see that episode? Did you watch, um, uh, Broad City? Yeah. The episode where she's, like, edging and she needs the EpiPen and, like, on her birthday? That's how I feel about all kinds of shellfish. Does it give you... It just gives me diarrhea. <laughs> and you just go for it? I was in Maine recently, and they have, like, fucking lobster everywhere. And I was like, I'm gonna eat these lobster rolls, but I'm gonna have just, like, a bite of a friend's, two bites of a friend. And we were in, like, very idyllic Bar Harbor, like, outside of, like, a gorgeous national park. And I had just, like... I mean, this was, like, two weeks ago. I had just, like, one too many bites of a lobster roll. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're standing in this souvenir shop, like, picking out, like, matching hats. Because my girlfriends and I are so fun. We're just trying to get matching outfits. <laughs> and I was like, I got to go. And everyone was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm just going to find a bathroom really quickly. And I would just, like, I kept being like, no, Mal, you're okay. And I would go back to my friends, walk into the sous shop, like, be covered, drenched in sweat. And then, like, I took, a, the, I mean, the biggest dump of my life in... <laughs> The public bathroom in the village green of Bar Harbor, Maine. <laughs> they were like, ugh, fucking tourists. <laughs> fucking tourists. Like, sweating through my clothes. I was still wearing my fanny pack. <laughs> I just, like, I kept it on. I, 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 it was, like, urgent. 
And I'm still like, no, I have a little lobster. I'm fine. But, like, you never know when it's going to strike. And, uh, yeah. I think I think truly good things are worth risking diarrhea. I, um, I right? I respect that. I respect your choice. And what's the worst that happens is like I was sick for an hour, but I got to like taste a bunch of lobster rolls. <laughs> okay, it was great. <laughs> I probably lost a couple pounds. Like, <laughs> right? Oh yeah. Where's your worst diarrhea? I never get it. You never get diarrhea. I never get diarrhea. I'm I'm on the opposite side of the oh, spectrum. You can't take like. A shit. Yeah, so I won't shit for like days on end. Usually, oh, like I no. went to, oh, I went to. I can't. I can't remember if I already talked about this on the podcast, but whatever. I went listeners. to Portland and I didn't shit for four days straight. Seriously? Yeah, it was, and four days is being um, conservative because I like. Well, I, I always blame it on binge drinking, but I don't think that really no, makes binge sense. Drinking makes me basically Every time I'm pants. sick, I'm like, it's my drinking. I'm. <laughs> Oh, this is what I, I get. I'm very, yeah, I'm like very guilty and like, but I. There was this wedding on Saturday. Sunday took a, I took the whole after the after a wedding shit and then. I don't think I shit again until Thursday. Seriously? Yeah. Did your pants hurt? My pants? With the, like I oh. feel like I would be so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They huge. absolutely did. Yeah. Um, I was something bad happened to me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, it was like the craziest gas. Like it, hurt, like it. Hurt. Hurt. You can still fart even when you can't poop. No, but I couldn't fart. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, like so it was stuck like stuck in you. Yeah, like I was all my stomach was like messed up. It was bad. Yeah, that was my biggest fear when I was in Portland and basically just diarying my way back up the street to our hotel to rest. Is like I <laughs> like couldn't let out a fart because otherwise I was worried that like my pants would full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I've never like sharted or anything. Um... <laughs> I just one of my such a fun fun idea. (laughs) I'm never. Everyone is always shocked to hear I haven't sharted, but it's like I don't. I don't take loose shits. They're dense like a like that's incredible. Like a a star, like a black hole. (laughs) They're dense. They're just rocks. Like a diamond. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's amazing. We, my sister and I, both have bad Jewish stomachs, and so it's either like just diarrhea or like rock hard (laughs) shits. See, a lot. Sometimes I'll get it. Sometimes I won't shit for days. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll get in, like, it's still, like, every other day. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't usually shit every day. God. But they're, like, very, like, at work the other day. I took this sort of tremendous shit. I'm so <laughs> proud like, of you. So big. You had a good feeling. I mean, it was, like, okay, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember whose joke this is. When I was, like, really young, I heard it. Like, somebody's that was featuring at the club in Madison. And I always remember it. But I was. Somebody like watching their watching their cat take a shit. The line was, "It looked like a turd taking off a cat costume." <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I'll take a shit, and it really reminds me of that line. I think. That's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> no, those are the best though, because I like think, when I have that, I think about it all day. <laughs> it's like to me, it's I like having like great sex where you're like. Oh, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> so confident. I take a picture of it and I sent it to my friend. And I've never done that before. I've I've taken a picture and then like I'm like looked at it. I'm like this is so disgusting. I'll delete it. And this one was like I was like I have to send Who did someone. Who you send it to? My friend Katie. Oh, good. She's been on the podcast. That's fantastic. Yeah. We I have a friend I send my shit to. You have to have one. Yeah. <laughs> well, she sends hers to me all the time, and and it's like I it doesn't freak me out. So I'm like why? Well, hey. So I. 
I'm, I did it. Yeah, I feel more comfortable being on the receiving end of a shit pick, but please no one send them to me. Um, <laughs> I do sending it. It's like sending your good. nudes, right? Yeah. Like, well, like, yeah, you're very vulnerable. Yeah, it's very... <laughs> my The friend I send my shits to, she was having weird boogers last year, and she started sending weird me... boogers? Yeah, she was just, like, waking up every day, and she just had these insane boogers, and she Like, was, big? Or what like, was wrong with big them? big and goopy, yet also crusty. <laughs> like, they were... I mean, they were, like, uh, the size of a nickel, maybe. They were Holy they were insane boogers. <laughs> and she was sending me pictures of them every day, and I would wake up, like, at 7 a.m. and be, like, just boogers in my phone to the point where I was, like, I love you so much. Stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't be on the receiving end of these, it like, it's, like, terrorism. It's always like, hard to wake up, too. Oh, yeah, like, because I get that. The shit pics always come in the morning as well. Really? That seems like to be when she does her best work. I don't know. <laughs> Did she send you a warning, like, or is it just, like, no, text from Katie? No, it's a Snapchat, it, usually. Uh, she, that's so, smart. So I open it, and I'm like, ah, like, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that's amazing. But half the time it's shit, half the time it's, like, her pet lizard, so it's like, you never know what you you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get, what kind of turd it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. We had, I was, um, this just reminded me of another funny shit story. I was, um... At a bachelorette party a few years ago. Do you, was, be honest, do you go to a bachelorette party every weekend? So I, for a couple years I did, but I haven't been to a single one this year. I'm shocked at how many friends you have. Yeah, well, also, I think I'm a couple years older than you, and... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I, I, have a, I go to a lot of them. But I haven't had any this year. If anyone wants to invite me, that would be great. I'm a whole lot of fun. But we were... Oh, she stops having diarrhea. Oh, she's ready to, <laughs> I'm ready to party. party. <laughs> Nothing will get me down. Um, but we were... I was sharing a room. It was four of my college friends. All of us sharing a room. And it was like two of us were in a queen bed. Two of us were in another queen bed. So all four of us. And then there was a bathroom in the hotel room, as happens. And we woke up the next day. We hadn't like been out late. Like we went to dinner, had a couple glasses of wine. Everyone was asleep. By, like, 11 o'clock, we were all leaving very early the next day to fly back. And we wake up, and the girl goes to the bathroom, and she comes out, and she's like, Mal, Mal, you have to come see what's in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, what? So I get up, and I go into the bathroom. I was like, is that a turd? And there was, like, a, a little, a little turd, like, in the, like, it wasn't like you could have, they're going to kill me for telling this, they won't listen now, but, it wasn't like it could have been like, oh, I had a little turd on my butt and like I didn't wipe and it felt like there was no way it was that. It was like in the middle of the bathroom. Like it was like next to the shower, but no one had taken a shower and it was just like, and it wasn't like a, like it was, what would you describe this as? Oh like my a, God, a golf ball. Yeah, it was like a golf ball sized turd. That's small. It's just in the middle of the bathroom and. To this day, I mean, this is like three or four years ago, the woman whose bachelorette party it was now has a child. So this was a while ago. No one has owned up to it. Everyone's like, it couldn't have been me because I was asleep. It couldn't have been me because this is where I was positioned. We're like, what happened? Like, did an animal come in through the ceiling, take a dump, and then not fuck anything up and get out of here? It's insane. Who do you think it was? Do you have, like, an idea? Yeah, but if I say it, she'll be mad. But what makes you think it was her? Well, I know it couldn't have been me. Because <laughs> it would because, be diarrhea. Because it would have been Lialish wet all over the floor. It would have been a slip and slide. <laughs> and also, I was in the bed for this away, so I would have woken someone up on my way to the bathroom. And also, have you ever in your life woken up in the middle of the night to take a shake? Go fuck yourself. 
<laughs> like, have you ever been like, like, I barely wake up to pee in the middle of the night, and so to take a 3 a.m. dump, like. It, I've had, so as I've you. gotten older, <laughs> then I, I have, I'll do that sometimes, it's really weird, because I'm like, I'm so tired, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I need this, um, I need this once every four day oh, shit what? out of me. <laughs> And I always, when I pee at night, I always, my cats are always waking me up. I think that, I think yeah. I wouldn't wake up, except once I do wake up, I'm like, mm. Yeah. But I never turn the light on in the bathroom, because I'm, like, half asleep still. Yeah. And then when I take a shit, I'm like, I gotta turn the lights <laughs> on. <laughs> I love the idea that you shit every four days, maybe. Well, sometimes every sometimes other day would be day. normal. Okay. Uh, when I go on Put a on trip vacation. or something, anything could happen. Yeah. That's hard. Sometimes I don't shit when I'm on a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, but why do you think it was the person that you think it is? She was closest to <laughs> the bathroom, and no one woke up in the middle of the night because of this, and I think she took a Xanax before she went to sleep, oh, okay, and so maybe she wouldn't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I just did edibles before I went to sleep. <laughs> so I was out like a little fucking light. Well, and- I just love the idea of... Of bachelorettes taking a shit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> At our live show, we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories, and these are some of those stories. And I'll start, and I'm keeping on theme with turds. Um, okay. I used to be a cam girl, and one time for a private show, the man said he wanted to see me squirt. I'm a lot better now at squirting on command, but at the time, I was an amateur, and it required a lot of flexing and pushing to squirt, so I accidentally pushed out a small egg-sized turd. (laughs) But the show had to go on. In one swift movement, I threw the poo and continued to fuck myself. I also... (laughs) This is another (laughs) one where it's like... Egg-sized is not small, I think, in the the turd game. (laughs) No, egg-sized is a... a Full poop. Yeah. <laughs> That's like full Big. duty. Also, exercise is like so gross of a way. I don't know what that know. is. When I read that one, that's the part that made yeah. my stomach turn. It wasn't like the squirting. Literally lay an egg. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Okay, ready? Ready. I made the mistake of going along with some friends on an ill-conceived bike ride from Kenosha, from Chicago to Kenosha, Wisconsin. I was so out of shape that I passed out and finished the trip via Metro Rail. All was well, except the tons of brats and cheese curds I ate as recovery food came back in the night as explosive diarrhea. And then spelling question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Diarrhea is almost impossible. It's almost impossible to tell. In the hotel bed, in the hotel bathroom, and all (laughs) over my bike clothes. I was so horrified, I put everything in plastic bags while my trip mate slept. I left the hotel, took a cab back to Chicago, and we never (laughs) spoke again. (laughs) So gross. This is like a little bit of an overreaction. <laughs> yeah, because a cab from a Kenosha cab. to Chicago is probably like a couple Hundreds hundred dollars. Of dollars yeah. Right? yeah. It's not close. I know somebody that took an Uber uh, to Madison from Chicago and it was $140. Seriously? Yeah. Listen, I guess this would probably be like, what, 90 And worth it. I love um, that she shit in the bed and her bike clothes. Like, was she sleeping oh. in them? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. That's Let's ask. Questions. Listener, let us know. Yeah, how bad is your diarrhea where you do shit in the bed? <laughs> as someone who, as we've discussed, has a lot of diarrhea, I've never shit in the bed. Okay. 
And I've only shit my pants once. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I was fucking this guy. It was dark. It was hot. Ooh. It was early in our fucking relationship. We noticed mid-fuck that he had a bloody nose. He wiped it on his shirt. No, it wasn't on. And kept at it. When we were done, we realized it was all over us. He had to peel off, and there was a pool of it in my belly button. Yum. From his nose? Yeah. I was thinking that was going to be a twist for a period. Yeah. <laughs> no, they just, must have been pretty your coked up, I'll bet. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I wonder how they didn't notice they were all wet. Also, like, I couldn't keep fucking someone if they were bleeding on me. Uh, it would definitely depend for me. <laughs> I couldn't on the say deck. one way or the other. <laughs> Alright, this one at the top uh, says hashtag worth it. And uh, be advised, it reads like something from the Cosmo magazine. Towards the end of my period, driving from the bar to hook up with a hottie and took out my tampon. Right? <laughs> hook up with a hottie. Took my tampon out while well, at a stop sign. Pretty dry slash clean. Nice. Put it in the middle console. Proceeded to have great, great sex. That doesn't seem that That's gross That's the end of the story? Yeah. This one it was this when I was on like a rush. This seems like more of a, more like, of I feel a humble like if, brag, I if she left it in the console and it molded, would be a... I thought she was going to put it back in when she got done, to, not to waste it. <laughs> That's what... I always hated when I used uh, tampons, I always hated wasting them, like... I know when you if put I like one put in one in and then I took a shower, I was like, ugh, I this know. one's not even half full. What do you use now, a Diva cup? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's nice. Yeah. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Good. I have an IUD, so I basically don't get. Yeah, it I don't have mine anymore either. Yeah. But when I do, I use the. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's so weird. I never have my period, and then. I, like I had to go to the I had to get a pap smear and I was like that's the day I was like had my period a little bit everywhere. and it was so weird because so like it was just like a little bit like not like like very not like ruin your pants or yeah. anything and then when she was in there she goes and I see a little bit of menstrual bleeding and I was like oh you can't see it in there like that's so it's weird. kind of freaky wow just with the naked eye she didn't even have her pussy telescope out when when I um. Got my IUD put in, and they do, like, the internal ultrasound, and they can see everything, and they had a screen up, and I could see it, too, and I was like, I don't want to see Oh, I love seeing it. Oh, really? I'm I, like, I just want to close I didn't, they, I didn't have that. I would have really liked that, but I had, when I got, um, well, when I got HPV, I had to get the, like, um, what's it called? Col- colposcopy. Oh, yeah. I had to do that, too. Yeah, and that one, they put a camera up there. The yes. camera I could watch on the screen, and I was, like, obsessed with it. I was, like, it's so... It doesn't... You can't really, like... It's very surreal to be, like, looking at your Into cervix. your insides, yeah. So you can't really, like... It's also very surreal that they fucking scrape the top of your cervix for that. Isn't that what, what do you mean during the colposcopy? Um, well, wait, yeah. The colposcopy is when they... What do they do? Let me think. They cover you in iodine. Yeah. And then they, what, they take those cells? I think so. I think they, like, scrape your, those cells on your cervix. Isn't a colposcopy just, like, um, to get, a, like, a better sample to, like, biopsy? Should you have a doctor on this? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. If you're a doctor and you want to do this podcast. <laughs> I, I actually have a good friend who's a doctor. She's a poop doctor. Poop doctor? She lives <laughs> in New York and she's here this weekend. 
Wow. I should have brought her with me. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to have a professional because everybody I know is a waitress, so <laughs> we're, we're, just, we're taking our best guess. Um, I thought that I thought when they did it, it, that was to, like, get a better, let me think. What so, the fuck happened to me? Cells? What happened to me? Yeah, and then, because then like after that, the I think they, um, after that they, like, when the results came back from that, they were like, okay, we need to do, we need to freeze it off. I so, didn't have that happen. I don't know what the fuck happened. Ryan was, like, <laughs> ten years ago. My HPV was ten years ago. So, but I loved looking at my cervix yeah. and seeing it wiggle around, and then I <laughs> took a picture of it, and she was like, I hope you're not going to put that on Facebook. I kind of remember like, you doing I'm this. I'm going to put it on Instagram. So. I do remember you doing this, and I was like, she's so brave. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, it's inside my pussy, but it's like, it's so, like, scientific, it's like, yeah. it's not... It's like, it's goes exactly. past being embarrassing to right. show people, I thought, anyways. But. It's not gross at all, because it's like... Yeah. That's like it. Yeah, it's the one thing I was worried is that one of like the pussy lips would get in the on the side and I wouldn't like see what I was looking at. But it was just the, it was just the cervix. That's amazing. <laughs> oh god. Um. Okay. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. I was working housekeeping in the Virgin Islands, very fancy, at eighteen, and didn't know how much alcohol I can handle. One dollar well drinks. I got very drunk. Went back to my yurt. Fell asleep sitting up, then woke up and vomited outside my front door. I woke up t- in the morning to a cacophony of clicking noises. Oh. <laughs> Hundreds of hermit crabs had climbed up from the beach and were eating my barf. I thought that was going to be tourists. I love that one. <laughs> I think those little crabs must have had a oh. delicious breakfast. <laughs> Brunch! <laughs> Brunch crabs! <laughs> they, were on a, they were actually on a bachelor party. They were on a bachelor party. <laughs> They delish. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Those things are perfect, so yeah. for real. Crabs. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. When I was living in rural Pennsylvania, I had a beautiful golden retriever. One day we went for a long, for a long walk past cornfields. My hangover got the better of me and I sharded. I threw my soiled undies into a row of corn and started home. My dog lagged behind, and when I called him, he proudly showed... Me, what he had retrieved. Oh, no. My shitty undies. Oh, no. <laughs> Dogs love it when you shit your pants. They do. They are, that's a big treat for them. Our, my dog growing up when I was a kid would just eat my underwear. She oh, the just, crotch? Yeah, she would just yes. go in and like oh, all of my underwear was curved. crotchless. Why did they love that? <laughs> do cats do that? No. <laughs> Fuck No. <laughs> No, I've never, I would not own a cat if those little fucking perverts <laughs> two of them licking my underwear. Yeah, I would throw them out the window. <laughs> Why do dogs love that so much? Because they're freaks? I mean, it must be the, like, pheromones or whatever, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't I, know. But they love it so much that they're, like, eating fabric. Well, they're fabric obsessed with crotches in nonstop. Yeah. Like, especially, I feel like, pussy. Yeah, I feel like dogs are so into my crotch. Me too. I'm like embarrassed embarrassing. around them. Yeah. Yeah, because they like, I literally can't get them off. I know of me. I can't either. Like, and everyone's staring at me. Do you think I've always wondered this? Everyone, dogs are attracted to the crotches of all women, or do you think that they are super attracted to ours? 
Well, I think, yeah, no, I think it is that, but, I mean, maybe I don't have a very good sample size, but I, yes, I think they're obsessed with mine. Especially me, and I'm like, this is humiliating. <laughs> Everyone here is watching this dog, like, try to go down on me, and it's like, horrific. <laughs> They'll make my jeans all wet. I know, me it's too. Disgusting. I know, I know. My boyfriend keeps being like, let's get a dog, and I'm like, no, because they're <laughs> so into my pussy. <laughs> It's not safe. <laughs> it's not safe. When my when my parents were younger, I guess one of their friends that had like a deer, um, a pet had deer? a pet deer that like I think it got like hit by a car or something. And, Thank like, God. And they, no, <laughs> I mean that's how they got it. Oh. It's like they, <laughs> they thought it was like taken care of. <laughs> you know, like, somebody back over that thing. <laughs> Gotta go. Um, no, but they had the, they had a male deer that they like or they like found it when it was like yeah. a fawn or something. And then they, like, kept it, and, and I guess it was kind of a cool pet, but it was, like, my, it was obsessed with my mom, and it would try to fuck her. <laughs> and I guess they, like, could barely get her in the house, because this deer would run her? up on her and try to mount her. How yeah. big was the deer? I mean, it was, this, I think it was an adult. Well, it, it was, like, like a, a domesticated deer. animal. I think it was a teenager, so maybe it wasn't all the way, but, like, they're big, yeah. Does your mom look like a deer? <laughs> No, not a real. She's mostly like a woman. Wow, fantastic! And my, I mean, it must have been like her, like pheromones or something that the That's deer was crazy. responding to, because it didn't do that to other people. Oh my god! I had a crush on my mom. That's so cute. It oh. is so not cute when an animal tries to fuck you. <laughs> You're like, no, I swear I'm not into this. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yes, it's not good. Gross. <laughs> okay, I'll read my last one. I went on a date with a very strange Spanish man who could barely speak English and proceeded to fuck him in the Ferris wheel at Navy Pier. Forever unclean. XX. Okay, that's another that's another bragging one. Well, Uh and also, why are you fucking strange men? Okay. No, I understand fucking strange men. I I just read it as like. Do I have to explain this? (laughs) No, 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 no. I've I've lived my life. It's fun. (laughs) It's fun. It's weird. Our live story is from Paula Skaggs. Paula is a performer in Chicago, and she has a podcast called The Being Earnest Podcast, which you can find on iTunes. This was recorded in August of 2019. Here's Paula Skaggs. Hey. This week, I read a BuzzFeed article that called Chokers um, good for people that were nostalgic for 2016. Um, right? That's what I thought too. Uh, but I kind of feel like that's nonsense because if chokers aren't cool anymore, then why is Claire's accessory still selling them to me? Um, but that article kind of made me realize that I've always been the kind of person who's just a little bit out of the loop. Um, this was never more true than when I was a young, awkward sixth grader in rural Minnesota. I don't mean awkward like Taylor Swift means awkward, where she's like, every, it was just like so hot and so tall that everybody made fun of me. No. Um, I uh, was the kind of girl that played with Barbies for years after it was excess- eh, acceptable. Uh, more importantly, I was the girl who wore Hawaiian shirts to school every day <laughs> because of my style icon, Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> that is not a joke. There's two full years of pictures of me wearing Hawaiian shirts from Kmart every day. Uh, but for a sweet 35 minutes every morning that year in sixth grade, I got to sit next to Kayla name redacted, on the bus to school. And for those 35 minutes, I could bask in the light of her cool girl glow. Kayla, name redacted, knew the ways of the world, 
in a way way beyond my comprehension. I mean, she was talking to boys and she was stuffing her bra and she taught herself to fake cry at at least a high school level. <laughs> and these are skills that to this day I really, really hope are still coming in handy for her. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Kayla Name Redacted taught me a lot about the world on those on those uh, bus rides. And I know now it was more like World War One war guys. That's what I wrote down, war guys. <laughs> Couldn't think of that word. Uh, deep in the trenches, if we were friends because of circumstance, we were not friends because of any commonalities we had. But still, it was Kayla, who, Kayla Nam Redacted, who told me on the first day of spring that year when I was wearing my new Shopco score, that people did notice when you didn't shave your legs yet. <laughs> and it was, she had a point. It was Kayla Nam Redacted who told me about AOL chat rooms and how you could talk to anyone on there. And she showed me this picture of this Irish 15-year-old she was dating online, who looked a lot like teen heartthrob Aaron Carter. <laughs> and now that I'm standing here, I'm realizing I don't think it was Aaron Carter, and I think maybe we should call the cops um, right now, but that is not what this story is about. Uh, the story is about the day that we sat on the bus staring out the window at the passing cornfields, and Kayla turned to me and she said, you are not going to believe what I learned last night. And I perked up, and she said, do you know all water is recycled? And I nodded. I mean, I didn't know, but it made sense. Plus, I learned in these situations that it was better to pretend that you knew stuff. And if Kayla Name Redacted was telling me that water was recycled, the water was recycled now. <laughs> and she went on, and she said, that means if a guy, you know, jizzes in the water, it can get in your stomach. And you can be pregnant with a stranger's baby and not even know it. And I smiled politely in a way that I hoped my face kind of said, sorry, Kayla, I knew that. Everyone knows that, it's basic science. The sky is blue, chocolate milk's from brown cows. Sometimes guys jizz in the water and that water goes through the pipes and into preteen girls taking showers and that's how babies are made, duh. Uh, but in reality, at that moment, I could feel my heart drop through my stomach, the stomach that I was now convinced there was a fetus inside. Up until that point, the closest I'd ever even come to kissing a boy was when the English teacher's son asked me to dance at the fifth grade snow days ball and I told him I had a dentist appointment, and then I hid inside the bushes till my dad came. <laughs> but I spent the next several days in a state of panic. Every baby I would pass by would just make me start crying because I was trying to figure out how I was gonna provide for one in nine short months. At that age, I couldn't even play heads up seven up without blatantly cheating. <laughs> so how in the hell was I gonna hold down a real job to support my child? water and focus drinking entirely milk because uh, it's better for the baby. And that's not hard if you're from a farm town. It's like a law there. Like we have like seven milk breaks a day. Um, I avoided eye contact with my mom because I just couldn't figure out how I was going to tell her. Um, the thing is now that I'm here, I understand that I was experiencing my first real bout of anxiety. Uh, a feeling I now know well because I spend like 30% of my day trying to talk myself off the ledge and checking WebMD like my mom checks for Kohl's cash. <laughs> but at the time, I did not know what I was experiencing. I thought it was a premonition from God that this horrible thing had happened to me and there was absolutely nothing I could do to change it. Um, sixth grade was also a big year because my family was going on vacation. And we were not a family that went on real vacations. Uh, the past year, we'd gone to the Corn Palace in South Dakota. If you don't know what that is, it's a building with corn glued to it. 
palace, but it's pretty big. Uh, but that year was different because we were going to New York City to see the M&M store in Times Square and eat nothing but Sabaro's pizza for a week straight. And it was my fever dream come to life, and I should have been the most excited. Uh, but instead, I was so nervous that I couldn't think straight. Because in my mind, I figured that if I got pregnant from the shower in my town of 1,300 people, that was one thing. Um, I figured that maybe I'd get lucky and the baby's dad would be one of the eighth grade boys with frosted tips that I got suspended for bringing a fart machine to choir class. Um, but if I got pregnant from a shower in New York City, that meant the dad could be anyone. And my parents were going to be so pissed. Uh, the night before my trip, as I laid awake, I realized the answer was in front of me all along. I would spend the rest of the trip showering with a swimsuit on. Because then the water wouldn't be able to get up there. <laughs> I felt the way that Watson and Crick must have felt when they invented whatever it was Watson and Crick invented. <laughs> Type this on a computer, didn't look it up. Uh, I felt like the world's smartest one. So I packed it up and I spent the entire trip stealthily hiding my soaking wet swimsuit so my parents wouldn't figure out what was going on. Uh, because we still hadn't had the talk and I didn't want to upset her with how much I knew about the world. <laughs> Eventually, like all childhood fears, this one gave way into other worries. I grew up, uh, my hours playing Barbies turned into hours playing Sims, which I have a microphone and I'm gonna say that's Barbie for adults. <laughs> Build a bridge, get over it, Sims grown up Barbies. Um, I learned how babies were actually made, not by taking part in every, anything, but in a series of graphic yet informative sex ed classes from our wrestling coach. Um, and I'd all but forgotten that I'd ever been so scared of the shower until I was 18 years old. Uh, I was at a doctor for my last checkup before I left for college, and she was my mom's friend, a kind woman who, to this day, still calls me princess whenever I see her, and I love her the most on earth. Uh, so she paused and she said, at the end of the checkup, she said, do you have any other questions? And I said, just one. And she waited and listened, and I said, can you get pregnant from taking a shower? And she said, you're joking, right? And I said, yes, of course I'm joking. Of course I'm joking. And she laughed, and I laughed, and she left the room, and I never got an answer. Uh, so to this day, whenever I step into the shower, I just pray that water is recycled again and again. Uh, You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Mallory Bradford. You can find me on Tuesdays at Chicago Underground Comedy, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at mpbradfo. Like, M-P-B-R-A-D-F-O. And that's it. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LadylikeChicago, and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week.